Howdy folks, you have found, whether by accident or purposefully, the new Sprint Commando. I am as ever your host, Ed Moore. Adventurers, Volume 1, Issue Number 0 in my hand. But first, if you want to leave feedback, you can tweet Teal Productions or News P Commando. Teal is T-E-A-L. On Facebook, Teal Productions has a page as well. The email address is imindyman at gmail.com. Indy is spelled I-N-D-I-E. Comicbooknoise.com slash T-N-C is the website. Tango November Charlie, T-N-C. Just another fanboy.freeforums.net is where our forum is located. Old school there. This is scripted for us by Scott Renke. Uh, Benke, excuse me. Pencils and Inks by Kurt Burles. Excuse me again, Kent Burles. Can't even read my own writing. Letters are by Ron Kassman. Now on the cover, this is a Peter Sue cover. We have Nightwind uh, dispatching a, mm, I don't know, a were beastie, wolfy, tiger, catty looking thing with uh, a superimposed image of Koran's face. It doesn't really have anything to do with the story in in the book, but inside cover, uh, an editorial from Scott Benke telling us about this book, and early notice of Ninja Elite and Elf Warrior, which are books that they have been pushing for the past several issues. (laughs) We start... In the quiet town of Liam in the kingdom of Anoria, as we see that Terrace One-Eye and his pet Imp are much distraught about something, as he is looking, not something, about this. He's looking to possess all of the keys of Telku, which will unlock the power of the Gate of Chaos, which is the name of this first chapter of the book. So Terrace One-Eye and his imp are discussing back and forth the fact that he has been unsuccessful of gathering together any more than the single key that he already has. The single key, we find, um, was secured for him by Nightwind and the Amitakun. Um, But now, as fate would have it, Nightwind is wishing a meeting with Lord Terrace because... Recently, her master and all of her clan were killed. She is the only remaining member, but she does not have a master, and her whole life has been about serving a master. So she asks Terrace as one who she has worked for before. So he has quasi been her master, other than her uh, ninja master, her clan master. So... He asks if she will do, uh, what does he say? Will you serve me faithfully? Do anything I command? And she says, yes. And he says, okay, you're in. First thing I want you to do is I want you to go to Tekumeth and get a key. But first, understand that this is quite the chore because I have already commissioned Marcellus and Dramic to do such a thing. Two seasoned mercenaries who mustered an army of 600 and all went to Tekumeth. Unfortunately, they encountered Delgar and his grogs, uh, which we encountered, but not as part of this group. We encountered them way back in issue one, several episodes ago. What was that? Episode 21, perhaps, I think. 
of the 600 and a couple, only a score of them survived to bring the tale back as to what happened. Which isn't bad, because they brought back the name of the leader of the Grogs, which is pretty impressive. Because in our uh, panels here in this book, he never yelled out his name, I don't believe. Not that we see. But apparently it was known that he was the leader. So he sets her on her first quest to gather together a team to infiltrate quietly through stealth because strength has already shown to not be the case. And he tells her where strength fails, stealth may succeed. So she sets off to gather her companions. First up, at the northern gate, she encounters Tyrion, who she seems to know, and entices with the offer of 700 gold, which is what Terrace told her to offer per person. She tells Tyrion that if he is interested to meet her tomorrow night at the Boar's Head. So there is the name probably of the inn where they met several times in the first couple issues, the Boar's Head, uh, which is an adequate name. I'm kind of uh, partial to the Prancing Pony myself. I like that name. But Next up, we have... Shatterlock, who is engaged in an archery competition. Now, we didn't see him in the first four issues really use his archery. It was all hand-to-hand, -hand, close combat. But after a contest that he wins, she's waiting for him, and she offers, again, 700 gold to uh, go on a trip into the Southlands. Boar's Head tomorrow evening, she tells him. Next, she is seen skulking through the um, alleys at night and knocks upon a particular door and entreats Sultar to join the group, which he doesn't want to. She tells him, well, be careful then, because, you know, if, if you're going to hang around, there's a couple men here in the alley that were looking for you that I told them you had gone. So you should be safe, but you never know. Now, if you do want to join up, Boar's Head tomorrow night. Moving on, we're in the library of Iracor, which is a magic uh, guild. The leader of this guild is second, we're told, is second in sorcerous powers only to Terrace One-Eye. We haven't seen him use sorcery at all either, so there's something we didn't know. Nightwind uh, beseeches him. Let's see. Yeah, it's the library of Iracor, and he is Iracor. So there we are. He's just a magic user with an apprentice. Um, Aracor says he's too old. It's not something that he is either interested in or, or really physically can do. But I do know someone that may be able to help you. She said, okay, tell them to meet at the boar's head tomorrow night. This is going to be Argent. Moving on, we see that Bladehelm and Decab are at each other, which they have been the entire time we've known them. Uh, Bladehelm is drunk, and he's trying to get Decob to fight, but Decob won't because it's too one-sided in that the dwarf is drunk. Nightwind interrupts them, saying that she wants to speak to Bladehelm because he is the mightiest warrior in Liam, uh, but also the poorest, she tells him. So she gives him the same offer. I have a job, very dangerous, but pays 700 pieces of gold. Interested? Oh, I'm interested. Tomorrow night, Boar's Head. And Decab steps forward and says, uh, 700, the foe you seek must be very powerful. I would ask to come. 
There must be great glory to be won. Up above them, literally, up above watching from uh, buildings above, I, I don't know, watching this courtyard here where Nightwind, Bladehelm, and the Cobb are, is Corrin. And he says, tonight at the boar's head it shall be, as he turns and looks at the camera. So we shift to the boar's head later tonight. We're told it's a famed meeting place for spies and assassins. One, two, three, four, five, uh, four of our members are here with Nightwind talking up such things. Enter in Argent and Sultor. Finally, Charon. Charon? Yeah, Charon enters in. She is giving them the specifics of going to the city of Tecumeth. She has a map. Riches to be found there on top of the 700. We are searching simply for a single item. Who will go with me? One, two, three, four, five, six of them, and her is seven. And then here is Koran. We're told the stranger who has been following her for days. Now, I wonder why he's been following her. Hmm. I too shall come, he says, and he wears the cloth of Akuras. I will not have some red-handed fanatic, the god of red destruction. A continuation of the narrator, the cloth of Akuras, the god of red destruction. Um, I will not have some red-handed fanatic, yes, you will. And I believe his eyes are kind of glowing. He kind of puts the whammy on her, I think, but we can't really tell. Because he continues, I've been sent by Taurus. I will lead you in the city. I am Koran. Our fates are woven with the same strand. They listen and know his words are true. So there we go. Our party is assembled. The final page of the story. The narrator tells us, So begins the tale of the adventurers, whose journeys will take them to the ends of the earth to gain riches and witness mindless horrors. They sniff the fresh morning earth, a sign perhaps of the new age that comes, an age of darkness. Full page spread, uh, the city here in the background, our main characters kind of spread out. Probably the best shots of all of them that we have really seen in any of the books. Nightwind is off over here to the side, but she's dressed like a ninja. That's, you know, we know what that looks like. So here is your chance to get in your mind's eye what all of the different characters look like. Next two pages is a map of the world of Honoria. Then we have a text piece giving us a brief history of Honoria, both geographically and of the political and, and people happenings. The right side of this two-page is the beginning of our letter column. Next page is the finishing of our letter column, two pages. We have a page for adventure news that tells us upcoming is Adventurers 5, Ninja Elite 1, Adventurers 6, Adventurers 6, Elf Warrior 1, Adventurers 7, Ninja Elite 2, Adventurers 8, and I'm going to guess Elf Warrior 2 uh, by the pattern. But it doesn't tell us that. Biography, left-hand side is a full page, a full, full page spread, a one panel of Taurus One-Eyed, which on the right side is our text piece for it. Next, an advert for Peter Sue's Quadrant coming December 1986. So this book came out in 1986, which I realized for all of these adventure issues, I haven't been giving you the uh, cover date. 1986 is the best that it has, even... Uh, anything online really doesn't give a month, but they're, they're all, uh, the first four issues and the zero issue occurred all in 1986 with several weeks of delay between issue two and three, where they went from Air Cell to Adventure Comics. 
back cover, full page ad for Elf Warrior showing us the cover and then telling us that it's from Peter Sue and that Elf Warrior, the sole surviving guardian of the High Elves, fights to save a land ravaged by evil sorcerers and inhumane armies, right? I-N-H-U-M-A-N-E? That's inhumane. That's an interesting word. Inhuman armies, I could see, but inhumane armies, that means they're just mean to animals. Kind of weird. Art by Peter Sue. And so there we go. There is the gathering together of our eight adventurers of the adventurers and the first four issues detailing their exploits. And so ends the com- the Newsprint Commandos coverage of said book. End of the year, beginning of a new year. I don't know yet what my next sortie will be. I believe I know, but I haven't firmed it up yet because I haven't acquired all of the books for it yet, so I'm not sure. Either way, the beginning of the year, we will start yet another, uh, let's call it, chapter of books. So hopefully you'll have a good holiday. Stick around for year two of the Newsprint Commando. I will be there. Hopefully you will too. Ciao.